Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit WMWindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thinking. 1057 The Fan. Ravens and Chiefs this Sunday, six-pack of the things that scare us most about the Chiefs. And, Ryan, let's get started. Number six. I keep moving these bottom ones around, but I'll put Travis Kelsey at six. And I put him there because despite the fact he just had two touchdowns against Buffalo, he hadn't scored since week 11 before that. And Buffalo's defense... It wasn't great to start with, and now they're banged up to hell. So I'm going to chalk that up to an injured defense. But still, he's been through these games before. He's been in these situations before. I'll put him at six. We talked about the Chiefs' tackles, right? And we don't think they're particularly great, and they're jumpy, and they line up offsides because they know they can't pass protect all that well. But do you know who led the NFL regular season and playoffs and sack percentage allowed? The Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. And Patrick Mahomes just became the first player in NFL history to play three straight playoff games without getting sacked or turning the ball over. So they might not be great, but Patrick Mahomes' ability to navigate the pocket, keep plays alive, and not take sacks, no negative plays, is one of the things that scares me the most in this game. In fact, it's the sixth most. Number five. Um, number five for me is the Kansas City defense and Steve Spagnolo in particular. Uh, he is a blitz monster. He's been in the league for 30 years. He's done it all. He's seen it all. And he's managed to marry heavy blitz concepts and heavy blitz percentages with absolutely lights out defensive coverage. I mean, you look at what they do against 12 personnel, what they do against 11 personnel, right? They're first, they're third in the league in passer rating out of 12 personnel. They're eighth in the league in passer rating when you go empty. They're sixth in the league in passer rating when you throw from under center. They're 10th in the league when you run 11 personnel. And he's also blitzing at a high rate. And when they blitz, they're incredibly effective with it. So the Spags factor is very real. We are simpatico at five, but I'll add one part to that. Chris Jones can still be a game wrecker at times. And Kevin Zeitler, appreciate him coming on the show yesterday. He ain't 100%. And he's going to probably have to help Tyler Linderbaum at times. Chris Jones can still wreck a game. That is a worrisome thing to me. Number four. 
Number four is they've simply been here before. Like, like nothing is going to intimidate them. And, and you saw, I don't expect the Chiefs to have five false starts and a delay a game on on uh, Sunday. I hope they do, but I like I just think the fact that the quarterback, the head coach, a lot of the players, a Kelsey, a Jones, they've been here before. I don't think the situation is going to get too big for them. My four is Isaiah Pacheco and a downhill hammerhead run game where they're getting three tight ends on the field now, one of every four offensive plays in the postseason. They're averaging 5-5 five, five a rush when they do it. Um, you could look at pitch plays where the Ravens rank 28th in the league defending them. Pacheco on the season, 5.3 yards per carry on pitch plays. Pacheco running out of the shotgun since week 13 and he got healthy. Second in the league, 5.2 yards per carry. The Ravens during that same span, 28th in the league, allowing 5.3 per carry. Some of the things those guys do, where they like to run, up the gut, 47% of the time um, since week 13, since Pacheco got healthy. Those are areas of the underbelly of the Ravens defense and could be very problematic when you can't load up the box with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. I'm assuming you're going to have the run game of the Chiefs higher, Ken, but at Pacheco, look, that's my biggest, outside of Patrick Mahomes, that's my biggest concern. We're doing the six things that scare us about the Chiefs, and Ryan, let's continue. Number three. Number three for me is Andy Reid. There was a point in time when Andy Reid would get to the championship game in Philadelphia and he'd find a way to lose it, what, five of six times? And that was sort of what was held against him. It's why... He's a Hall of Fame coach, maybe a top five all-time coach, and he left the Eagles without a ring and just one Super Bowl appearance. But uh, he's got Patrick Mahomes now, and that combination is ridiculous. And I think Andy Reid taking over play calling. It ain't Nagy. It ain't any of them. Andy Reid is running that offense and pulling the strings. And who, who's who's got a better resume than him on the offensive mm. side of the ball in this league? No. Yeah, we're going to be doing this a little bit in the second half. I feel it. Your four is my three. Isaiah Pacheco in the running game. I just that's the this to me is the biggest key in this game. It's just that there are two other things that I have a little higher. Number two, and your three is my two. Andy Reid. He's the godfather now with uh, with Bill Belichick currently without a job and what he did in Philly and then the whole thing he couldn't get over the hump. Well, he's gotten over the hump in Kansas City. And him and, and his quarterback are doing great things. I, I'm a little concerned about Andy Reid. And he also has great success against his former assistants, John Harbaugh being one of them. And McDermott. I don't think he's ever lost to an assistant in the playoffs. Yeah. so that, that's 5-0 and or 6-0. and yes. I was reading that last night. Um, I also forgot to mention, the Kansas City Chiefs are number one in sack percentage on defense. They're number one in sack percentage allowed on offense. Number one in sack percentage generated on defense. Um, I got a little creative with my one and two. My number two is Patrick Mahomes off script. Patrick Mahomes on third and 17, and everybody's covered, and you're in the perfect defense, and he runs for 18 yards. Patrick Mahomes, when it's a bad snap, and he scoops it up and turns it into a 30-yard gain the other way. Patrick Mahomes, when he drops the ball and then picks it back up and still gets positive yards. It's what Patrick Mahomes does when everything breaks down. When you have won the call, you've won the check at the line of scrimmage, you've won the personnel battle, and he still beats you. That part of Patrick Mahomes. Number one. 
Uh, number one is Patrick Mahomes on script. It's Patrick Mahomes most of the time. It's Patrick Mahomes when Andy Reid has the right call in place, and you're facing a guy who's 13-3 and in the playoffs with over 5,000 total combined yards of scrimmage and a, and a quarterback rating that's off the charts. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes who only loses to Tom Brady twice and then Joe Burrow once in a season worth of playoff games. Yeah, he, he, number one's Patrick Mahomes. He's 13-3 in the playoffs. Jason gave you his off-script and on-script. He's, he's won. That's a big W for the ginger hey, gorilla. Pacheco's higher and Mahomes in two slots. He man. deserves That's, It's Patrick I, Mahomes. I, but, I mean, you could. It's Patrick why, why, Mahomes. Why limit him to two slots then? Well, he's kind of three, honestly, that's, because that's the, sack, the sack money. percentage, the sack percentage ain't the offensive line. It's Patrick Mahomes. You could essentially have done Mahomes. We, this originally yeah. was going to. Script, I did suggest script. a six pack of the six ways Patrick yeah. Mahomes could most beat you. Yeah. Then we decided not to do that, but it was. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, hey, coming up next here on the program, one of the thi- well, the thing for me, but this Chiefs running game, how how dangerous is it, Isaiah Pacheco? What do we think of him in this game Sunday? We're going to tell you next here on The Fan. Pacheco. Pacheco is across for the Kansas City touchdown. Yeah, they're running the ball really well. Uh, they'll come out with you know three or four kind of game plan runs certain ways. Nothing that you haven't seen before, but they, 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 they dial in on something that they try to exploit. And then number 10, Pacheco, man, guy's coming downhill. You know, he's, he's hitting it that way all out. You know, he's 225 pounds. His knees are up high. You know, he's, he's just, he's rolling, you know, and it's going to be a big challenge for us to deal with him because he's, he's as physical a runner as there is in the league. He's as determined as, as there is, and we're going to have to be a physical, determined defense to tackle him. And, uh, you know, I like our guys. I like our guys' chances. I think our guys will be up for it, and uh, we're going to have to be because uh, he's a good runner. Isaiah Pacheco, 15 carries for 97 yards and a tutty in the Chiefs' 27-24 win over the Bills. And this guy has become a steal, the former seventh-round pick out of Rutgers, uh, who uh, basically got the job last year and has never given it up. And as you documented earlier in the show, Jason, since he came back from injury, he looks back to what he looked like last season. Yeah, he's in great form right now, and he's had his share of injuries through the season. But if anything, maybe that's helped him stay as fresh as he is right now. And, you know, you had Harbs there talking about how physical he is and the the, uh, power he runs with and the authority he runs with, the anger he seemingly runs with. And teams evolve through a season, and I think when we get to the playoffs, you do come back to needing to run the football and who is more physical and how do we evolve. And... That game on Sunday between the Bills and the Chiefs, there was a, a sort of a, a war going on in the trenches where the Chiefs are bringing in an extra offensive lineman and they're going with extra girth that way. And it's working for them running the ball. I'm sorry, the, the, the Bills are bringing in the tackle eligible a lot and running the football with them. And the Chiefs are bringing in an extra tight end and they're getting heavy that way and they're running Pacheco with a lot of beef and it's working. And the Bills... We're in 13 personnel with three, one back, three tight ends, 7% of the time in the regular season. It's almost 25% in these two playoff games. And and you know what? If the Dolphins game stayed closer longer, it might be even more. Uh, and when they're in 13 personnel, they're averaging 5.5 yards a rush, which obviously is elite. And they're getting a first down or a touchdown 32% of the time in that personnel package in the playoffs. And they're averaging almost two and a half yards before contact for that runner, 
when they have that heavy personnel out there. They also are a team that likes to run a lot in shotgun. And if you go back to week 13 when Pacheco kind of came back full bore, um, they're averaging 5.2 yards running out of shotgun. That's top eight in the league. Five touchdowns on the ground out of shotgun since week 13. Second best in the league. Uh, Pacheco's top six in the league yards before contact out of shotgun since week 13. The Ravens during that same stretch, they're allowing 5-3 a carry. It's 28th in the league. Like, you know, it's something you got to monitor. Kansas City's gotten back to running the Mm -hmm. ball up the gut since week 13 and Pacheco's return. 47% of their runs are up the middle. Far and away the most in the NFL. The Ravens, during that same span, they're allowing 4-4 carry, which is a lot up the gut. 24th in the league. 23rd in defensive efficiency. EPA against middle runs during that same stretch. And we talked all year long, guys, about lead runs behind a fullback and pitch plays to the outside. And the Ravens for the season, playoffs included, 5.6 yards per carry allowed on a lead run. 32nd in the NFL. 6.1 per carry on a pitch play. 28th in the NFL. Kansas City, top seven in the league on lead runs, 4.3 yards per carry. Kansas City with Pacheco on pitch plays for the season, including playoffs, 5.3 yards per carry on pitch plays. So, Those are some of the areas that I think we're going to have to monitor closely. And the Chiefs are equipped with volume and with explosion to exploit some of the underbelly of this Ravens defense in a way that the Texans just never were. And you got to give credit to Andy Reid and really that entire offense in really accepting that this is who they need to be. And I remember... Gosh, midway through the season, you kept bringing that up. Lean more into Pacheco, Mm. and that's exactly what they've been doing down the stretch. And you see the volume. I mean, this guy, at a minimum, is getting 15 touches, probably north of 20, toting the rock on Sunday. And that's the biggest key for me. I mean, it's about winning at the line of scrimmage for the Ravens. That defensive line controlling the line of scrimmage, not getting pushed back. Freeing up Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen to roam and limit the damage that Pacheco can deliver. And and look, the Ravens want to live in a world where there's 70% of the snaps for Matabike and 55 to 60 for Travis Jones and 100 for Kyle Hamilton and 100% of the snaps for all your top corners and 67, 70% of the snaps for Geno because they're, they want to have all their pieces right of their secondary. They want to have as many of their corners and safeties on the field as they can because, of course, you're facing Patrick Mahomes, and that's the strength of the defense. But that does leave you vulnerable up front. Mm-hmm. And Broderick Washington's their best space eaters not having his best season. But I guarantee you Andy Reid will go back and study the first drive of that Rams game. And Sean McVay, I know this because he told me, <laughs> he wanted to see if he could run them out of their base defense. Mm-hmm. How quickly can I run them out of their base defense, get their space eaters on the field, and let me start finding the matchups I like in the passing game. He did it on the first drive. Yeah. He ran the ball runs. eight, nine straight times. Nine. And by the end of that drive, he ran him out of nickel, and now Stafford's starting to get off. That, I think, is where Andy Reid is going to start his early game script. Um and we'll see how the Ravens hold up and what adjustments they make. But if you go into an eight-man box against, it's still I don't care who he's. I don't Valdez Scantling stinks and Kadarius Tony stinks, right? And Rice Hardman. is a rookie who hit the wall and like yeah, Hardman fumbled twice in that game. I get all that, but 
it's still Patrick Mahomes, and they're not going to drop every pass, and he can make guys look good still. Like That, to me, is going to be the rub. Early down runs, early in this game, what kind of personnel are the Ravens in? How much are they holding up? And and does Andy Reid dictate personnel? Does he dictate them having to put more of their beef on the field? Because that obviously now makes you more vulnerable against the pass. And that's where winning first down. Uh, you know, if you can put them in a second and nine, a second and ten, and you can kind of... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get him out of that running down. That's going to be huge. But the dude doesn't take sacks, so second and 12, you know what I mean? Third and 15. Unless you're stopping the run for well, negative that's, that's plays, not, yeah. you, you you might be in like that. That's a tough. That's a tough equation to get against playoff Mahomes. Coming up next, Ravens hosting their first ever AFC Championship game. Coming off a game against Houston where they forced five false starts and a delay a game. How important is home field? We're going to tell you next here on the fan inside access. Jason is an Odyssey NFL insider. Jason Lockin' for. Jason Lockin' for one of the best in the business. Ken and Tim prefer Adam Schefter. What are we doing here? Inside Access, 1057 The Fan. I'm paying my heart yes. for these things. You can learn it, but if they're doing well, Baltimore is the most underrated environment in the entire NFL. It's a blue collar. Talking town. That's all you need to know. Anytime you're playing football in a blue collar fucking town and their team's playing good, it's going to be a long day. That is just how it's going to be. Now, if you punch them in the mouth early and you get their team out of it, then all that talking is going to go at the team. I paid 500 bucks for these things. You can earn it. But if they're doing well, that is going to be a tough place. And Baltimore always has been. Every time I've been in there, it's Pat McAfee on his show uh, was earlier this week, I guess yesterday, talking about. The home field advantage, and the Ravens had a distinct home field advantage Saturday night. Five false starts and a delay a game penalty against the Texans. Yeah, look, that was a team that had some inexperience. Um, This was the first time for a lot of those guys taking a leap this deep into the playoffs and doing it on the road. 
and doing it in an atmosphere that, you know, Pat McAfee's absolutely right about. Obviously, um, home field advantage has meant a long, a, 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 quite a lot to the Ravens for a long time. They've taken a lot of pride in being able to dispatch of people at home. They've done it with, I mean, they've destroyed people yeah. at home by and large this year in particular. And now they finally, for the first time in their franchise history in the cities, first time since 71 are hosting um, the, the, I was going to say penultimate game in the football schedule, but I guess technically that would be the NFC game, which comes after this. And I don't know what third to last. I don't know a fancy way to say that. Uh, the well, final the AFC Bowl, game. Third to last. Yeah, I don't, nobody counts. There's not even, there isn't even a Pro Bowl game anymore. It's a skills uh, competition. It's a Pro Bowl game. No, stop. It is. Tyler Huntley threw a touchdown. Stop. They don't know. It's not even a game. The Pro Bowl isn't a game. It's 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 the Pro Bowl games. Yes, game four. Yeah, so it's not Plural. a game. Regardless, I think it'll be nuts. And is it going to rattle Patrick Mahomes like it did C.J. Stroud? No, but I'll say his starting tackles have issues. And they tend to line up off sides, and they tend to be jumpy and jittery. And, yeah, you'd like to think the crowd can can get to them a little bit. Um, I don't think it's going to make Mahomes stop what he's doing or, or, you know. I don't think it's going to alter their their flow of information. It might make it harder for him to hear at times, but I don't think that they're going to strip down their offense because of those elements. I mean, that's why you have a Patrick Mahomes is to overcome this stuff. Um, but there's a reason that the lines favor home teams and there are home field advantages that are more significant and more raucous than others. And I think this is going to be nuts. Um, there's a furor for these tickets. There's a fervor in this town for this game. People have literally waited a lifetime to go see their team, Colts or Ravens, whoever the team was here at the time, mm-hmm. host this game. And now it's finally here. And it's the quarterback who might go down as the greatest to ever do this coming here against the other quarterback who could go down as the greatest to ever do it his way. It's a massive, massive football game. And you're seeing brought up last week about the resale values. What's the cheapest to get in? I don't know, five, six hundred dollars for this game. I mean, it's nuts. The interest is there. And you mentioned Mahomes. Is it going to rattle him? No, but this is going to be an instance that we'd expect it gets loud enough to where they have to go silent count. Mahomes said he's only had to do it in two places. This was on the Manning cast uh, earlier this season. Seattle and Baltimore, that game in 2021, it was a Sunday night football game. Uh, this is going to be nuts. I mean, the Ravens well, are going to... Whatever that was, this is going to be multiplied. Uh, this, and, that's, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. This is going to be over... And the Ravens are going to break out all the stuff... You'd expect this isn't confirmed, but you'd think that Ray is going to do the squirrel, you know, be the legend of the game there. Mark Andrews, if he does play, I mean, him coming out of the tunnel is going to be insane. I'm telling you, Joe Flacco, I, legend of the game, would be electric. That's a little too that's, that's, a little I just, too that's way too Sugg said he's coming. Suggs? Yeah, yeah. Suggs is coming. I mean, is he going to wear, wear a Bane mask? Mm. Who knows? I mean, they're going to break out all the stuff. Yeah, and look, we just did our six packs of the things that are great about the Chiefs. And and look, they might get a lot of pressure. They probably will. Kansas City gives up a lot of pressure, 27th mm-hmm. in the league. It might not lead to a ton of sacks, but but can you get them in a second and 15 because somebody flint? Can you steal the yards there? You might not get the explosive negative plays against this quarterback and this offense and this head coach slash coordinator, but the crowd might get you a five here, a five there, a five here. 
and in a game that I think is is this close, that matters. To your point, the Chiefs, those tackles do get a little jumpy sometimes. Quite often. And how are they lined up early? How closely is that being officiated? What you know? What is this crew looking for? What isn't this crew as inclined to maybe nitpick about? Like th- that's all going to play a role too. I thought Cynthia Cynthia Freeland joined us in the first hour made a really good point in terms of being able to hear the snap count if they get off the ball not on point. I mean that's going to affect their rushing attack. Talking about the tackles. Yeah, look, the the crowd will be a factor. Absolutely, positively. I, I don't think you're going to see a Patrick Mahomes look maybe as visibly visibly upset and sort of um, unwound as I think inside C.J. Stroud. Like, I think there was a lot going on inside C.J. Stroud. Like There just was between his ears. Um, that's not going to get to Mahomes the same way. But the offensive line, um, you know, yeah, it, it could. And and. If you can, if it starts getting predictable where they're snapping the ball to, that allows you to get even more of a jump, especially a guy like Clowney, guy and Van Noy who've been through these wars. You know, if they start getting a tell, if they start getting a read, like yeah, every split second matters. Just to put in perspective, both Mahomes and Lamar played in 16 games this year. Lamar was sacked 37 times, Mahomes 27 times, so that's 10 less sacks in 16 games. He does not get sacked a lot. And Lamar's under pressure quite a bit. I think yeah. the 23rd most. They're he, 27th in pressure rate allowed and first <laughs> in sack rate allowed. That's Mahomes. That's off-script Mahomes. That's Mahomes still finding a way to win enough games to win a division and be one of the higher seeds in the conference in a year in which the offensive line ain't great. They didn't really start running the ball well till Pacheco came back. Um, yes, the defense is awesome, but everybody drops the ball. I will say this, and we know the turnovers are just massive in any football game. It it is fascinating just how terrible the Chiefs have been this year in terms of turnover differential. I mean, they're minus 11, which is tied for And the Ravens are plus 12. Plus 12 first, tied for first. Inside access here on a Tuesday. Reminder, you can hear the AFC Championship Mm, game right right here here on 105.7. The Fan Westwood One's coverage starts at 3. Actually, on on our sister station, 13 Under the Bet, you can hear their pregame coverage because at noon we'll have Baltimore Game Down Center pregame show live starting at noon from the Horseshoe Casino. Come on out. You can come out and see us for the tailgate. Myself and Bob Haney, hour number one. And then, of course, Tim Barbalace. Mike Preston, Vinny Serrato, hours two and three, getting you ready for the first AFC Championship game that the Ravens have ever hosted at home. Coming up next, we'll get the text of the day. We'll preview tomorrow's show. We got BFD tonight. We got BFD. BFD and then followed by Cordell. Up. Yeah, that's so we got. We're local all night long here on the fan. Hey, congratulations to longtime uh, Baltimore sports writer and longtime Orioles official scorer Jim Henneman. They have uh, named the press box after him. They had a uh, a luncheon, surprise luncheon for Jim today with a bunch of members of the media where they made the announcement. And uh, the uh, press box at Camden Yards will forever be named after Jim Henneman. That's pretty cool. Yeah, look, uh, I, I overlapped with Henny a little bit um, as an intern at the Baltimore Sun, and, and he was still uh, writing at the Sun at the time and doing some stuff out at the track and certainly doing some baseball coverage. Uh, he's been a fixture in that press box forever. He's been a fixture in this town forever. Son was a pretty good closer for a while. Oh, oh yeah. My, Mike Henneman's yes. son? Wow, I did not know that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He was a good closer. 
Wow, I never realized that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. Wow. Now I'm going to double check, but like I'm yeah. pretty sure that was. No, that's super cool. Of that, Yeah, I rem- Detroit Tigers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm out. Anything you'd like to say, Bowen, about the, you're not allowed to talk about Jim Henneman, are you? Well, I, look, I, I never, to, to be frank, officially met him. But when I filled in for Tim Jones back when we had the rights to the Orioles and just being in there and being around the press box and all and see him around there. And he was obviously very, very well respected. I mean, anybody that I talked to and heard about Jim Henneman, I had nothing but good things to say. Let's get the text of the day, Ryan. Check one, two, check. Check. Jason, is is Jim from Missouri? I don't know. Man, that's Mike. that's where Mike is from. I thought I thought they were related. My dad grew up across the street from Jim, so I don't oh. know if he's. I from always Missouri. thought they were related. Well, maybe yeah. I could be wrong. That could be wrong. <laughs> we still like Mike Hanneman. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's no. in our top five yeah, of closers. Yeah, yeah. No, well, he, he's our second favorite Hanneman. All right, guys. Uh, He's my third favorite Tigers closer of all time. <laughs> no relation. Who's your, who's your top two Tigers closers? Guillermo Hernandez would be oh, one. Willie, yes. yes. Former MVP. Yes. All right. Uh, text of the day. This is from Dylan in Columbia. Well, I tried to get a pre-sale ticket this morning. It was priced out. How badly do I want to go? You can load me up in a suite with Jake Paul, Kim Kardashian, Whoa. Elon oh, Musk, man. Demi Lovato, and Taylor Swift, and I would tolerate it enough to see my team go to the Super Bowl. Wow. I mean, somebody's been it's, listening. It's in fairness. I, we we really have issues with none of those people except you guys with the Kardashians. I don't even care yeah, about them. I, 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 I'm i indifferent to the Kardashians. Like, I, right. I don't know. They just annoy me. I the know, more like, you oh, talk about them, the more you like you. You're just building them up. Like you're just I giving them. Though? But yeah, you're giving them attention. Uh, I just ignore them. Hmm. Well, like Rita said, we're the problem. Yeah. Well, and who asked the question? The problem of Rita. You did. The, yeah. The original Thank problem. Thank you, Bone. Yeah. The original problem asked the question. Tim, sure. Tim, wasn't it your segment? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. It was, but just yeah. like, Jason under the bus. That's, yeah. that's fair. I guess we'd shed light to yeah. all these people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Right? Good job, Bone. <laughs> yeah. right. You were once the uh, Justice Hill of this about. show. No more? Yeah. yeah. Glue guy. You're glue guy. Am I now the Mike Henneman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. You're definitely not the gym man. I mean, <laughs> no, no. God. I could have sworn way, those two were related. By the I, way, a, a name uh, my friend Cece just texted me, a name that we didn't mention that I would think we all are annoyed by is Kanye West. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but even he's pretty easy to ignore. His music went down the drain. Like, yeah. he's only famous now for doing stupid stuff and saying terrible things. It's, oh. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. He's annoying. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Is. I will say this: Is he a Scientologist now? I don't think so. I think he's just a moron. Uh, but uh, I, I, the song "Runaway" is a banger. I don't well, care what that, anyone says. That's the issue: is he had great music, and it. Just, but you could go down the weeds with a lot of singers. But down the weeds. I digress. You Whatever. Down In the weeds. weeds. Down the weeds. All Who goes the rails, down the weeds? All of it. Whatever. Oh wow! What do we have on tomorrow's show? We're busy. 
Tomorrow's show, we are busy. We got Carrington Harrison, who does afternoon drives uh, for 610 Sports in Kansas City. He's He'll friends of Mahomes. He's a yeah. friend of Mahomes. Mahomes goes on his show a lot. So we'll talk a lot of Patrick Mahomes with him. Tim Murray, get our best bets with him. Someone who I guess played. In the only AFC Championship game played in Baltimore, Bill Curry. Yes. Oh, yes. He'll be joining us. Ian Eagle, who I believe is on the call, Westwood 1, yeah. which you will hear on 105.7 The Fan. Also did the Terps game Sunday. Yes, he, did. Chiefs. he did. And some guy named Phil Sims for not one but two seconds. By, by the way, Phil demanded two seconds. He did, yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil honestly produced yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. He got mad at me for not asking yes. to have him on. Yes. And he said, well, it's got to be Wednesday, yes. and here's when I, gotta need, and when I need it. And it make sure it's two segments. Yeah. We, we, hey. bump, we bumped Lamar for him. Yeah, yeah, did. right. Yeah. So we, yes, L- Lamar was going to do. Uh, did you see he's got the uh, the gym back? I uh, thought we were beyond dude. all that. That's, we're going to get Ken Francis on the Ken show. Ken Francis. I, I literally I so many that was not on my bingo card that the week of the AFC Championship game. Well, now is no, a good time to pull it I, out. I was about to say Ken, that very much is. Yeah. But you know what he needs to do? He needs to get Taylor Swift. Working out on that thing as yes. part of his commercial. Yes. Dude, I, that would be uh, next here, level. Here's here's a prediction. They make it to the Super Bowl. There's going to be another one of those commercials. There throughout. should be. A billion percent. Entire gym, is that what entire, it is? The entire total gym, gym entire gym, gym, some of the gym. He can afford all, the, su- he can afford the, the Super Bowl ad now for he, sure. He oh, and, and look, Taylor's not the only one coming to town. Yeah. Phil Sims and the whole NFL oh, yeah, Today crew yeah. will be here for the game. They'll that's be true. here in Baltimore that. this weekend. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. They do it from the site. That is it. BFD's coming up next, followed by Cordell Woodland shaking up sports. We'll talk to you tomorrow, too, here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.